We joined on the line now by Jana van Diefender, market analyst at ETM Analytics. Good morning, Jana. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to the listeners. Now, Jana, um, Lewis Group, they released their earnings results yesterday, and it showed, you know, a profit that fell by 26.5%. Do you think this offers a fair snapshot of the state of the South African consumer? Uh, Sakina, those numbers are not encouraging at all, and the group itself highlighted high unemployment and bad debt as factors that exerted a drag on on their performance uh, in the past 12 months through March. Um, and this is the the data or the details are quite interesting, given that the Lewis Group is quite dependent on um, purchases from lower to mi- middle income households. And these households have come under quite a significant strain in recent quarters. Debt Rescue has recently indicated that almost 50% of the credit active consumers in South Africa are in need of, of you know, debt rescue and debt um, support. And this means that they are at least three payments behind in servicing their debt. And according to Debt Rescue, this means that South Africa is effectively in a debt crisis. This is very concerning. Um, It shows how these lower to middle income households are being severely affected by high inflation, um, increasing unemployment, the overall weak economic environment, and also the the rising interest rates. Uh, I would like to also point out that ETM, uh, we construct a consumer credit index in collaboration with TransUnion and we also this index also corroborates the the details uh, or the the view that debt rescue has put across that we are seeing deteriorating credit health in South Africa and this index is at levels last seen in 2013 it's a very strong bearish indicator for the retail sector and we do think that there is more pain in store for the South African um, consumer and the retail sector in the, the quarters ahead. And just staying with the South African consumer, Yana, an additional source of pressure um, on the consumer is, of course, uh, the uh, Q2 uh, rise of um, fuel prices, as it were. Yeah, we've seen um, since the start of Q2, which was in April, we've seen quite hefty fuel price increases. And with the Department of Energy, they will announce the fuel price adjustment for June uh, tomorrow. And... So far, it seems as though we could see a total increase of another 47 cents per liter. Should this, if this increase, you know, it will give or take one or two cents. Such an increase would mean that we've now had over the past three months a fuel price increase of one rand 47 per liter, and at 13 rand 21, it would be fuel prices would be at the highest levels that it's been since August 2015. If we look at the what. What's happened in in May, it's a combination of a weaker RAND that's pressuring fuel higher. The RAND component accounts for about 20 cents a litre of that upcoming increase, while the rebound in oil prices accounts for about 27% of this increase. Now, with fuel prices rising at a time where we already have very high um, inflation for non-discretionary items such as food, we will no doubt see these increasing prices eat into household real disposable income, which also it strengthens the view that the retail sector is potentially looking at a, quite a difficult time ahead in the quarters to come.
And then uh, still on that oil market dynamic, Yana, uh, OPEC's biannual meeting is scheduled for next week, Thursday. What do you think we can expect from there? So the OPEC meeting uh, markets are buzz. Oil prices have increased by about 40%. And this morning it's trading back above uh, that crucial $50 a barrel Mm. mark. Um, So it's quite interesting, you know, what's going to happen next week because we still have – Key producers like um, Iraq and Iran, they want to prop up output to to know to gain market share. But at the same time, Saudi Arabia has been quite unyielding in their their commitment to defend their own market share. So there's there are some reactions within the OPEC group. We think that with oil having recovered as much as it already ha- has. There's potential, potentially limited scope for them to commit to any fixed production uh, freezes or, at, you know, production freezes in order to to bolster the price. And we've also seen um, since the previous meeting, we've had some supply dir- disruptions in non-OPEC countries like um, Canada, for example, and we've also had a massive reduction in U.S. crude supplies. All these factors considered, for now the market is still in a surplus, which questions whether oil can rally much further off this $50 a barrel mark. Uh, there's potential that next week's OPEC meeting does not necessarily, it's not necessarily a game changer for the oil market, but we possibly just see prices uh, continuing to stabilize at current levels. What this means for South Africa is that should the RAND continue to depreciate, consumers are potentially facing some more fuel price increases um, in the months ahead. Okay, we'll cross everything and hope for the best. Thank you so much, Jana van Dierfender, Market Analyst at ETM Analytics.